Christmas might not come this year. But we got a tree. It's decorated. We spent all kinds of time getting the sanctuary ready. The blues are up at home. Everything's decorated. It's festive. I'm looking forward to the Christmas celebrations. I'm looking forward to the music of this season. Friends and family have travel plans set. There's going to be food. There's going to be presents. So how can somebody say Christmas might not come this year? That's the thing about Advent. People put so much expectation on the Christmas season that we miss out on the importance of the season that precedes it. Advent is a time about getting ready. It's pointing us to what is coming next, to the glorious thing that is just around the corner that will be here before we know it. But for us Christians, Advent isn't primarily about looking ahead to the celebration of our Savior's birth in that little town of Bethlehem so many years ago. This is a season for looking ahead to the return of our coming King. If you were here this past weekend, you experienced the beginning of our Advent sermon series under the theme, The King is Coming. It was drawn from the Old Testament scriptures, which were appointed for each of these Sundays during this season of Advent. With the prophets, we're looking ahead to the fulfillment of God's promise to send his Messiah, his anointed one, who would come to sit on his throne to rule over all creation. As people of God's New Testament era, though, we get to look ahead to the future in the confidence of what has come before looking to the incarnation, life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus of Nazareth, God the Son. The scripture readings we hear in this time of Advent remind us that the story, our story, is not yet over. During this time of Advent, we remember that the king who ascended into the clouds in glory, witnessed by his disciples, will come again in that same way, in glory. We could use a king of glory, especially these days. Ours is a broken world. There are many words that we could use to describe it. Violent, fearful, anxious, uncertain, evil. The brokenness just keeps coming, too. We saw it again this past week in yet another mass shooting where more lives were taken by terrible acts of hate. In the days following these types of acts, some pundits have criticized leaders who say that their thoughts and prayers are with the victims and families affected by these atrocities. But they say that that praying doesn't really matter, doesn't really change things. Such actions, they say, aren't really worth all that much in the real world. What if a king stepped in to bring justice where it was missing, to bring an end to evil? Wouldn't that be great? 
If we had heard that that was going to be coming on the horizon, couldn't we have just maybe the littlest bit of hope? Well, today's first reading for this second Sunday of Advent comes from the prophet Malachi. And Malachi lived among the people of Judah almost a century after they had returned from their long exile in Babylon. God's temple in Jerusalem had been rebuilt, but it was far, far less impressive than the one that stood there before that was built under King Solomon. Likewise, the nation had not been restored to the greatness that it had once known. They were far less populous. They did not have the prestige before other nations that they once had held. The people had heard God's promises from their parents, from their parents before them, about the restoration that God would bring, the glory that he would give to his people Israel. But at this point, they were feeling forgotten. They felt like God didn't remember them. They were let down. Where was the fulfillment of God's promised glory for his people? Where was the messianic king who would come to set things right? If you take a little time and read through the rest of God's message through his prophet Malachi, you'll see that the people of Judah demonstrated a loss of confidence in God's promise. A loss of confidence that shaped attitudes and actions which were offensive to God. The priests who were supposed to turn the people away from sin instead turned a blind eye to the things that were drawing the people farther and farther away from God. The people themselves were faithless, faithless towards God, faithless towards each other. They brought lackluster offerings that demonstrated the complacency that was in their hearts. They turned from God and from his design for life. The nation was in a pretty sorry state. The people, in their unfaithfulness, fall far from God. So when they wondered, where is the God of justice? When will he come? They didn't realize the dire consequences of what God's answer to their question actually would bring. God's justice, it would upend their unfaithfulness. Returning suddenly to his city, as we heard in last week's message, God would bring justice. His justice and might would prevail over evil. It would overcome unfaithfulness. In his mercy, though, God did not leave his people unprepared. He sent his messenger ahead of him to call the people to repentance. The king was coming, but he wasn't coming unannounced. That's what a herald does. He announces the one who is coming after him. He is announcing the king, giving the people a chance to prepare. God sent the prophet to his people as his herald, calling them to prepare the way of their coming king. The name Malachi, it means my messenger. Malachi called the people to repent from the unfaithful living that they had known, to make ready for their Messiah. Get ready. You are going to get that which you have waited for for so long. Prepare the way. Heralds 
serve an important role, not just for the king. They're there for the benefit of the people. Through them, God is calling his people to prepare. And in today's text, Malachi even announces the one who is going to announce the Messiah when he comes. John, the Baptist. Centuries after Malachi, God sent John to take up that mantle of my messenger. This messenger, like the king that he was announcing, was not what the people expected. Far from it. But he was exactly what the people needed. John, like Malachi, called the people out for their unfaithfulness, for their attitudes and actions, along with their complacency. And it wasn't, wasn't a pleasant message to hear. People despaired at it. What then shall we do? But isn't it better to know where you stand than to think everything's okay when it actually isn't? Prepare the way of the Lord. Get ready for the King who will suddenly return. As we gather today, how does Malachi's message, how does John's message call out to you? What needs to be cleared from the path of your life this Advent? As you make ready for your Lord's return, consider the obstacles that are getting in the way of your relationship with God. If you're seeking to amend your daily life in this Advent season, think about how you're doing it with respect to the Ten Commandments. How is your life being shaped in the relationships that you have with the people around you? How are your attitudes and actions reflecting your walk with God? Don't turn a blind eye to things that have no place in a clean heart. Don't allow complacency to set in and let your time of gathering with God's people during the season of Advent be an empty exercise of repeating words and actions. Make use of God's gifts of confession and absolution to clear the path, to make ready for your Lord's sudden arrival. Not just here in the sanctuary, but out there with all of those who are waiting and watching for the Lord's return. In Jesus, and through the gifts that he gives, God upends our unfaithfulness. Entering in, Jesus makes us ready for his own return. That's why you and I can look ahead in hope, why we can look ahead in hearing the Advent prophet's message that the king is coming, that something glorious is about to happen. The kingdom of God is at hand. Our Lord is coming into our broken world. He is coming to bring justice where it has been missing. He is coming to bring the end to evil. Jesus is coming as the Messiah and King of all. So yeah, Christmas might not come this year. But your king, Jesus, is coming. 
And you can be confident of that in this time of Advent. And he'll be here before you know it. Amen.